If you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor. If you like your private health insurance plan, you can keep your plan, period. If you are among the hundreds of millions of Americans who already have health insurance through your job, or Medicare, or Medicaid, or the VA, nothing in this plan will require you or your employer to change the coverage of the doctor you have. But we have to pass the bill so that you can uh, find out what is in it. Find out what is in it. This is America's Healthcare Challenge on News Talk 1290, News Talk 1290KOIL.com, and the News Talk 1290 mobile app. America's Healthcare Challenge is produced and sponsored by E.D. Bellis. Now, here's your host, Sean McGuire. And welcome, my friends, to America's Healthcare Challenge. Just another day in paradise as we are here reporting the news and all the changes in healthcare and insurance that are having an effect on you. And especially now that, uh, what do we call him, Daddy is in in office. Uh, uh, Matt Barrows coming up with uh, the nickname Daddy for the new president, slapping people's hands and everybody getting a little upset uh, about that, uh, all of these uh, changes that have happened in the past two weeks. And I don't know if we've ever had an administration in history that has uh, done more in in the first week. Maybe there has been, actually, but I I don't know that uh, the media had really uh, covered it as much. And so we're going to take some time to uh, assess all of the changes that have happened as a result of uh, the new administration. We've got uh, a congressional retreat that happened two weeks ago. I took the time this week to listen to uh, the whole uh, tape. It was uh, somebody snuck in as a spouse of a member of Congress and recorded the whole uh, congressional Republican retreat. And they did a whole session on the future of health care. And we're going to spend some time talking about that here next segment because there are some things that we can glean from those conversations about the future of where things are going. We're also going to be taking a look at uh, the, the latest news with uh, the travel ban uh, that, that is going on. Uh, lately, there is a, a federal judge uh, halting uh, that travel ban, but we're going to take a look at how that affects uh, health care and medicine. I think it's uh, something that's really important, and I think we should take a moment to consider all of those things and uh, and talk about uh, the challenges that we're facing. That's why the show is called America's Healthcare Challenge. And we're also going to have Grant Culp joining us in segment four to talk about some of the options legislatively that we have moving forward. Sean McGuire here, Alan Hager, uh, also riding shotgun. Alan, how you doing today? I'm doing great. Thanks for great. having me on again. Nice uh, sweatshirt. <laughs> Yeah, U.S. House of Representatives. Did you get that at the gift shop there? Yeah. That's cool. Way back in the day when I worked there. (laughs) Yeah, I have uh, some Senate memorabilia, too. I think, uh, well, I have, like, the the cocktail glasses, I think, uh, from the U.S. You know, the Senate. Oh, yeah, and we have the cookbook at home, too. Oh, you do? Oh, and I'll tell you what, in the cookbook, amazing recipes. Oh, really? But they're full fat, so. Oh, really? Well, (laughs) kind of like uh, Washington and our federal government, full of fat, and a lot of things been cooking (laughs) inside the Beltway this week. Alan, uh, we're going to talk next segment about um, are Republicans paralyzed by the lack of ACA replacement? I think uh, these uh, secret tapes really revealed uh, the truth, I guess, about where things are. We're going to take a moment to to break down and, and uh, share some of the top quotes and, and things that we learned from that. But, man, again, uh, lots going on in healthcare, Alan, as I'm yeah. sure you've seen. Uh, what are some of the headlines that caught your attention this week? So uh, one of the first ones that I saw, it was in uh, the Wharton University of Pennsylvania uh, magazine, and it was released on February 3rd, and it was Why Healthcare is So Ripe for Digital uh, Disruption. Uh, 
so what this talks about is just how much technology is out there and what uh, how just ripe healthcare is for digital disruption in the sense when you go out, you don't necessarily know what something costs. And there are websites and other people who have been over the years trying to put all of the pieces together. And so uh, there are uh, three new business models that are, are being looked at. And the first is obviously digital platforms solve healthcare problems. So telemedicine, for example. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second one was uh, you know regulatory restrictions. So an estimated 1.1 trillion of the 3.3 trillion that the U.S. spends annually on healthcare is wasted. This presents an opportunity for disruption by technical startups like Vivio Health mm-hmm. that we've had on our show and Wellness Innovations and all kinds of other startup companies that are trying to find solutions uh, like Jeannie Pender's group uh, with uh, trying to come up with what the costs are all across the country for different uh, services that you might face. And the third one uh, was, uh, let me uh, do, do, do. Uh, you know, preventative care and different things that you can do technologically, you know, whether it's your wristbands, uh, Apple Watch, mm-hmm. Fitbits and whatnot. And so that was one article that I saw. And then there was something about macro. We've talked about macro extensively on this show. And, you know, macro and Trump healthcare changes were deliberated at HIMSS. And if you're not familiar with HIMSS, it's the Health Information and Management Systems Society. It's a big organization uh, that, Uh, a lot of your health informatics people go to and uh, this is the largest show and they were talking about cybersecurity, and they were talking about just what's going on with macro and whatnot with uh, maybe the Trump health care plan sure and that kind of leads into the last one Uh, the GOP needs an alternative to Obamacare and Rand Paul's plan is a great place to start you think it's a good plan that is what uh, in National Review Michael Tanner uh, wrote extensively about this and went very much uh, in depth on it. And one of the comments that really stuck out with me said, Paul's proposal draws liberally from the best ideas in other plans while avoiding many of the pitfalls that make those plans unworkable. He would, for example, dramatically expand HSAs. Uh, it would allow much larger tax-free contributions to these accounts. Well, that would mean you, not your boss, would be able to choose your insurance plan. And expanded HSAs would mean increased portability for health insurance. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the Republican Congress, the House of Representatives, had their retreat. And you know what? It's kind of a mess because now we hear all of this stuff coming out about all of that. You know, and I also found, you know, this kind of talks about what you're talking about with the immigration ban u.s healthcare relies very heavy on foreign workers sure and we're going to break that down right segment about that because that's one of the top stories of the week that caught my attention yeah and this one i found was in stat magazine stat news and it's a a great resource if you're ever interested statnews.com it's not fake news it's real news Mm -hmm. um and so uh you know those are what i've seen out there um uh, in the regards to healthcare, you know, one other thing I saw is healthcare produces another 18,300 jobs in the face of the ACA repeal. Oh, okay. And that was in modernhealthcare.com. And that, you know, it's up 374,000 jobs from a year ago and 58,500 from November when Donald Trump won the presidency. Mm-hmm. So, you know, healthcare has created almost 60,000 jobs since November. Right, right. Another thing that caught my attention was uh, signups for open enrollment ending uh, this week. And uh, the administration did give uh, some people a little bit 
of extra time to sign up, but uh, they took some heat because they the the ACA has money built into it to a- for advertising, and uh, the administration essentially canceled some of those yes. ads before reversing course and um, I guess letting letting them move forward. But the problem is that this last year, and I don't know if it's because of confusion over repeal or all of those things, but uh, kind of some disappointing numbers in how many people actually uh, signed up on healthcare.gov. They usually finish pretty strong in the last year or in the last month of open enrollment. Didn't quite happen that much. It was year, pretty flat it? from what? I've yeah, I think seen, it was yeah. down 400 uh, let's see 400 signups dropped $400,000 from last year in the final stretch according to Modern Healthcare. They don't have the data from the ones that had state-based exchanges, but um it ended on ni- uh, the 31st uh with 9.2 million people selecting plans, which is down 400,000 from where open enrollment ended last year for the federal marketplace. And uh they're blaming the uh, confusion over the future of the law, as well as cancellation of these last-minute advertisements, uh, reminding people to sign up as one of those reasons. I, I think they fail to actually uh, put in the the real reason, which is uh, a lot of people are priced out uh, from right. these plans. Nobody wants to talk about the fact that these plans are expensive and have high deductibles. But uh, No, and I would totally agree with that, that you know, one of the real reasons those people left wasn't because they didn't see ads. I mean, give me a break. I mean, I don't need to see an ad. Their ads were terrible. Yeah. It was Pajama Man yeah. last and, time. And Drink so, a latte and sign up for Well, coverage. it kind of reminds me of Dave. Remember in the movie Dave when they had the discussion about, oh, the guy bought an automobile and they were going to have an ad to make him feel good about his automobile purchase? I don't need an ad to tell me to buy health insurance. I already have health insurance. I know that I have to renew it every year. I don't need an ad to tell me that I have to go buy it. Right. It's ridiculous. But, of course, penalty season still in play. There hasn't been any changes to any of the penalties. So as folks are doing their taxes, counting on that tax return, could be surprised if some of it's gobbled up by a, by a lack of insurance. And I think that that'll probably really bring some meltdowns here in the next couple of months. Yep. And so... Those are some of the the things that really caught our attention this week. But when we come back, we're going to take a look a little bit more in depth at really what happened at that retreat. And it was um, quite interesting. You don't really know who who the people are talking, but uh, they did a good job of uh, the the coverage out there kind of identified the voices and all staffers confirmed that, yes, indeed, that was the uh, that member talking. And we will. Share some quotes with you and then take a look at really what the future is for the Affordable Care Act uh, from the Republican perspective. You're listening to America's Healthcare Challenge. Go ahead and like our Facebook page if you want to get into our content distribution. And uh, you can see these segments and some of our commentary and get into our insider circle if you want uh, for the latest updates on what is happening inside the Washington Beltway. We'll be right back.